Giving No Fucks podcast is born out of the Divorce Devil podcast. With the idea of forgiveness as a springboard for giving no fucks, the podcast was established. The premise is probably much different than what most people may think. We advocate that you still care, but you do not let the crappy decisions, situations, and or occurrences of other people or things affect your daily lives. A sort of weeding out the fluff. Enjoy the different viewpoints and positions of the wide variety of guests. Enjoy the refreshing take on Just Giving No Fucks. Welcome everybody out there to part two, 15 minutes of I'm Not Giving a Fuck podcast, episode 12 with Jody Elkeberg Hunt. So um, my question is, where did you get your potty mouth from? <laughs> <laughs> we love it. <laughs> so when I wrote Move On Motherfucker, uh, my mom was horrified and she asked the same question. So where did you learn to talk like that? It's a um, sign of intelligence, I always say. Yes. Well, you know, it's definitely a sign of passion and believability. But um, here's the thing. This is, this is what I'm... I will say I came about it honestly, but it was a way to get myself to laugh. But there is a whole um, cadre of research that supports the targeted use of profanity to ease pain. And for example, I'm walking through the living room, I stub my toe, I yell, oh shit. The people who do that, it actually releases something in the brain because those words, if they're not like everyday language for you, are encoded with emotion. So when you stub your toe and yell, oh shit, your pain level goes down faster and is lower than somebody. Interesting. Wow. Right? So they're, they've extrapolated that to emotional pain. So, you know, you, something happens and, and it doesn't go the way you want it. And you're like, motherfucker. Right. It, it's like a reset. It's right. like a reset in the brain because there's just a little release. So I like to say that science supports that bad habit. Like the little angel and devil, devil. on the other side. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so one of my most important questions, and I ask this about therapists. All your questions are what important, do you, David. What do you do to relax? So like you're listening to people's problems, you're helping people all the time. What do you do? What is, what is your go-to relax? So I do, the, the two things that I preach the most are journaling and exercise. And I will tell you honestly, I exercise like a bit of a mad person. Um, so much so that <laughs> I need to get that one. Um, I'm sorry. I need to learn that one. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's probably bad for my joints as much as I do, but I'm, I am very honest that I, I do have an anxiety disorder. I am anxious a lot. It's the best medicine out there because I just wear myself out. So I'm going to tell you, I lift weights. I'm on the elliptical. I'm on my bicycle and I am on the treadmill I'm stretching. I exercise excessively. Go, go, go. <laughs> Dang. Okay, so mine is, if we haven't been able to read the book yet, what is your one of your best badass stories that gets us intrigued to read this book? Because I'm ready. I'm, they're in the cart. Oh, wow. You just threw me a curveball, which is my, you know. We don't um, want the best one because we want to read the book for the give best us, one. Give us, give us one. Give us a best, a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. I'm sure they're all good. 
So I think my favorite is going to be a personal story. Okay. So some of the stories in there I include are of my own, not because I think I'm badass, but I wanted to show other people I'm in the shit show with them. Like mm-hmm. just because I have a degree and help people doesn't mean I don't have my own shit show. Mm-hmm. So the story in the book is about how I was going through life um, early on, drinking a lot, partying, having a good time. And a teacher pulled me aside and said, is there something that I am doing or I could do better? Or is there some way I can help you? Because I get the sense that you're not giving that you're not functioning to your potential, essentially. And so I go into much more detail in the story. And at that point, I, it, I, I think that is where I look at I, my whole life changed because I felt seen for the very first time in my life because I have this high anxiety. Mm-hmm. I always felt insecure or not good enough. I felt average in every way, like I wasn't good enough to go to college or I wasn't good enough to do this or to do that. And this teacher changed my life. You know what they call that? You know what they call that? That's a life's pearl. Really? So what you're saying is people out there, teachers are more valuable than you think. A lot of people are underestimate the teacher just comes to work and do their job. No, teachers really do give a lot of people hope and find the people's potentials and all that sort of stuff. And that they should get paid more. You're welcome, all my teacher friends. Um, Because... Look at you. You're successful. You've written books and all that just because of someone's kind words and seeing that, seeing your value. And you are basically a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think what I really want to emphasize is she didn't have to do that. Like I, mm-hmm. I could have said I was living my life like a burnout. Yeah. And she could have just passed me on. But she took the risk. And I think my point in saying that is, A, we don't realize that the stories that other people have yeah. that we're not aware of. And B, Doing a kind thing like that changes people's lives and you probably don't know it. Because when I, I told, I sent her the story after I had written it, I hadn't been in contact with her at all. Um, and this is, I don't know, 30 years later and she was floored. She had no idea. Wow. That's awesome. I think too, um, I used to do a bereavement um, group and I remember them saying that everybody has a story And pretty quickly, when you meet someone new, you decide how much of the story you want to tell. So, like, if you're in a divorce recovery, the first the first time you go, you're like, no, I'm just going to sit here and see what everybody else says. The second time you go, you may have a connection with someone. You might tell someone their your entire story because you feel connected, uh, connected to them. But the more we learn and the more we have other people that have similar takes in life. We want to share our story because also sharing your stories releases that toxic in your life. And that's why journaling to me was such a big deal is like I could write it down. I could throw it away if I wanted no one else to see it. Or if I was ha- like when I, I, I had a similar incident when I was going through my divorce, I was drinking and going out whenever I didn't have my son with me just because I didn't want to be alone. And somebody, anybody was better than being alone because I'm just drinking. So even going out drinking, though. And in my head, my responsible was, I have to get home to my son. So I always gave myself the excuses, oh, I didn't have too much, or I didn't do this too much, or I didn't do that too much. But then when I was like, 
oh, well, my mom was an alcoholic. If I keep doing this, I've learned how she was in that state, and I will not do that for my kids. And so each story helps you navigate this shit show. You said something that is so important and it probably underlies everything about this book, Badass Stories, oh. um, is that um, I think the thing that is most healing is being able to share your story and not feel alone mm -hmm. and not feel judged. But just, I think that there's a sense of isolation, like no one could have, no one could possibly understand. Yeah. And what you just said, that connection, the feeling of I'm not the only one. Yeah. That is healing. Well, when I, like I have, you know, I am an elementary school nurse and a lot of times kids will come up to me and like, I got some super poor kids. I got some super, you know, high up kids, like all this. I have different socioeconomic stuff. I can relate to them because I have similar experiences, but I don't know their specific story. But when I say, hey, I lived in a trailer when I was little, and they're like, you did? Like, how are you a nurse, and you lived in a trailer, or you were poor, or you had this? And just that commonality helps them find their voice. And I find that a lot of times, like, just because I had that, just because I did that, they're now like, I can trust her or I feel comfortable talking to her. And I think that's what most things in life are, is you want to have some type of commonality. Yep. Even if you feel like you're fit, not fitting in. So, you know, it's it's a big deal. And I, and I appreciate it because I love curse words. I love the word fuck. Like, no fucks <laughs> given. <laughs> So. The one, the one thing we were talking about before we started the podcast, uh, and, and we we're talking to you, what is CBT? David thought you meant CBD. Yeah, I thought it was like CBD. Pot. It's like, hey, that's in pizza. No, you can get that. He gets, he's like, that's a pot derivative, and it happens. And I go, no, 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 no. I'm pretty right. sure it's therapy. Okay. <laughs> so CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm -hmm. Is it um, one of the most well-studied interventions or um, interventional styles in psychology? And it is identifying the um, messed up ways we see the world because either genetics, if you're optimist or pessimist, you're born that way, or early life experience. And it distorts. Like we all have bias. We all have distortions. But recognizing we tend to do that and identifying how it shapes our self-talk, which is the voice that talks nonstop, narrating your life. Well, you have to do this and you should do this. And what's that person thinking about me? What if my headache's a brain tumor? And so whatever you're saying to yourself shapes how you feel. It's your inner coach. So if your inner coach is beating you up all the time, you feel defeated. Um, and then... From your feelings come your behavior. So you feel defeated. So maybe you eat a tub of Ben and Jerry's. Maybe you drink too much. Maybe you <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds great. So it, cognitive behavioral therapy is helping you identify it and are, show up in your own head to argue the self-talk and say, really, really, do you and, and change your behavior. Now, is that something that you have to see a therapist for? Or are there like tools or tricks that we can use every day until like we realize that we actually need a therapist? <laughs> oh, we need a therapist right um, away. I mean, I'm not saying anybody needs a therapist. therapist. <laughs> so uh, my first book, Move On Motherfucker, is uh, it published by a uh, publisher called New Harbinger. And New Harbinger, they have a website, they only publish self-help books that are written by actual therapists. I'm about or, to go broke. 
So they have, when you say, are there? Yes. And like they have it for eating disorders and for toxic parents and narcissist, narcissistic parents and anxiety and depression. And so, yes, there are tons and tons of books. I think New Harbinger has the best CBT books out there. Not CBD. Damn. Then I have to explain it's also not electric shock therapy. So Yeah. No, I do have to say, by the way, yeah. um, my other books are published with Turner Publishing. Turner Publishing um, is up and coming, I think. They're really starting to expand. So I don't want to leave them out. Oh, yeah. Um, no. both, both are good. Well, we will link all those to our websites, which David is really great at yeah. doing. We definitely want to have you back on the Divorce Recovery, uh, Divorce Devil website. I oh, mean, I'm about podcast. to like, purchase the companion journal link yeah. just because I want to. Yeah, she it's, is a journal queen. I, this, this whole one. book here is filled with like journaling things and all my fun. Like I am, I'm copywriting the No Fucks Rage page where you write it out, <laughs> you burn it, you send it to your ex, you send it to the toxic mother-in-law you send it to the toxic friend it's all the it's but you, all the but rage. you just send the ashes not you the say, letter oh this was all my writings about how <laughs> fucking <laughs> wonderful you are send the ashes i think that's legal through the postal system my ashes. i i said this in the beginning of the year i was like resolution resolution i'm like no last year 2022 was really about coming out of covid I worked on myself. I did a bunch of healing. This is the year of telling other people how fucking horrible and what an asshole they are. So that's what my rage pages are going to be about. You're an asshole. <laughs> and we're going to send you a free copy, yeah. Jody. Yes. <laughs> there, there is, by the way, uh, a fun book called Dear Asshole, and it's pre-written letters, and you just sign it at the end, and then they, you tear it out. Oh, my oh. gosh. No way. Oh. Not, I'm like, going to go broke. I'm going broke. I'm going broke. Or whatever. Oh, wow. Oh, well, we want to thank Jody for being on the two podcasts I today. We, uh, we've never done a double podcast. I talk to her all day. I know. I'm She's like one of the, one of the therapy. peeps. <laughs> one of, hey, free therapy. Oh, my God. She, don't <laughs> tell her. She can still hear us. <laughs> we want to thank jo- Jody for being on the podcast, the two podcasts, and uh, her book, Badass Stories, Grit, Growth, Hope, and Healing. Come back And the anytime. shit show. Yeah. Yeah. But we're definitely going to have her back on uh, Divorce Devil. We're going to have to get a whole bunch of copies and then just like, yeah. give them out to free. Give them out to, to, for free. Yeah. Yeah. We'll pay for them. Post this page. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe we can burn them and just put them in a box. <laughs> in this box <laughs> is this book that you don't get because you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you're an asshole. Well, thank you, Jody, for being on the show. We appreciate your time. I know you're a busy lady and. We just love doing this for our for our peeps. I'm so, so. glad it was your favorite. That's great. <laughs> of the two, yes. I mean, yeah. Yes. Uh, All right, everybody, have a good night. Bye bye. Love you. Bye.